Welcome to Switching Reels. Welcome to Switching Reels, Connor. How are you? Uh, I'm doing well. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah. Good Wednesday. It has. Whew, that took me a sec. Yeah. Um, so, we, we just watched Across yeah. the Spider-Verse. Yeah, Across the Spider-Verse because it like shot up. Yeah, so it was at 11. It's the, down to 12, 12 now. now. Yeah. Um, but... You know, when things are hanging this high, there's a good chance that it will still probably hang out in the top 250 list for quite a while. It's just a question of whether it will be this high on the list. Exactly. Um, That said, just some spoilers about my uh, opinion of this. Uh, It made me feel several emotions. Just very many emotions. And it doesn't start slow on that. Oh, no, absolutely not. You don't Uh, get a wind up. (laughs) Yeah, no. So does it deserve its place on the list? Right now, I actually kind of think it does. I do think that this individual movie is better than most of the Lord of the Rings. Oh, wow. That's I know. And that's high praise. Yeah. Like those are that's high praise from anybody from you. It's really (laughs) high praise. Like it was. This is this is like I am willing to throw out my childhood in lieu of this movie. Yes, I'm yeah. gonna throw out. Like <laughs> I've grown, you know. This is a yeah. growth experience for me. I'm trying to yeah. go and uh, never mind. I can't make that joke yet because I haven't gotten past this part of the wall. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to say that it absolutely deserves its place on the list. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it deserves to be quite this high. It's but, close though. Yeah. Like, like this actually, is this is absolutely top 20 material Mm -hmm. um top 11 top 12 maybe not but for sure top 20 i would i would agree with you yeah Yeah. um we haven't said who we recommend this to i would say everyone again yeah yeah there's more i would say the one caveat you should watch into the spider-verse before you watch across the spider-verse you absolutely should watch into the spider-verse first the like and we'll go more into this they feel different yeah they do like you should only watch the first one because it sets up so much in the second one. Yeah. Like, it's necessary because you yeah. see so many other characters again. Well, especially, again, not spoiling anything, but <laughs> no. especially at the very, very end. Yeah. The last scene is like... Oh, needed... Like, it, it's yeah. such a... Yeah. Yes. Um, so stick around for it, the it would see It would Ooh. seem really out of place if not for the... Um, just for the first movie, so much foreshadowing. Like, yeah, because yeah, yeah, just characters that do not show up at all in the second movie that are in the first movie show up at the end of the second movie, yeah. and it would be very jarring to someone who hadn't seen the first. Exactly. Like, why are you here? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, but now, same same thing. Um, like this one, it and, and it I is maybe more recommend- emotionally intense, and I would maybe recommend it higher. Than yeah, the first. Absolutely. I would absolutely recommend it yeah. higher than the yeah. first. The first one is a gorgeous movie. Um but this and one I can is say better. this on this side of the spoiler wall. Yeah. I think that this movie, um, if it suffers from anything, suffers from mm, having too much complexity in comparison to the first. The yeah. first one was it's- relatively simple in its story, um, which I thought played to its advantage mm-hmm. because it's doing a lot of crazy things that are outside the box. Um, this one is doing those things, but it also decides to do that with the story. That's a, that's a plot. Yeah. You know? Like, so, um, hmm. yeah, I would, I would say that's, 
that's maybe the one thing that would make me hesitate to recommend it higher than Into the Spider-Verse, but totally. yeah, this is... Everything else is... Phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. And so as it comes to actual recommendations, um, it is more emotionally intense than the first one mm -hmm. as part of the consequence of having a much deeper plot. And the... Um, oh, what was I going for here? Oh, there's like like almost like mild prof like not necessarily profanity uh i did like, notice that yeah like just mild though like it isn't and i think the thing that made me notice that more than anything is they in the first one they had this as well but they had the big like almost like statement uh comic code approved stamp at the beginning of it and mm -hmm. i'm like can you get away with this in like within the comic book code, because that's super strict. Yeah, I bet. Um, that was so. You, sorry, this is just going to be a little tangent. And, do it, please. Okay. I love it when you do this. Um, nothing to do with film history, actually. No, this, this is, is comic. comic yeah. Uh, so there was the Bronze Age, okay. right? Wild West for comics. <laughs> Anything and everything went. Uh, this is where all of the superheroes essentially were created. Yeah. And it's where you got like, oh, superheroes just casually murdering bad guys because the bad guys are bad. Exactly. So you can kill them. So you can just kill them. Um, Silver Age came along later. And this was when the comic book code was instated. <laughs> and that's where you get all of like the really like hokey, like all of these super criminal villains are just reduced to basically pranksters yes exactly and no one's ever hitting anyone with a closed fist like i remember that being one of the comic book or comic code uh regulations is yeah. you couldn't hit anybody with a closed fist and i'm like that's strict oh actually sorry i mixed up bronze and golden age golden age is the original oh so you. golden age went to silver age bronze age was when they basically said you know what? We're just going to make comic books without the comic book code because that was basically like our stamp of yeah, approval. Exactly. Right. Um, the argument was parents aren't going to let their kids read these comic books if, if they don't have this stamp. And so the Bronze Age was people going, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and that's when Alan Moore and uh, Frank Miller and all like the the big like gritty um, like comic book writers mm -hmm. stepped onto the scene so that's where you got i mean alan moore was v for vendetta watchmen nice. like all of the all of the like more like we're going to give you very mature content and we're also going to match that with like relatively dense philosophical themes exactly um frank miller was a little bit more simple but just as gritty you know, and so that that was kind of like the whole rebellion against it. So anyway, comic book code reigned supreme in the Silver Age. And it is wild to me that these movies can be as impactful and ride the line as close as they do and be comic and still be comic code approved. Yeah, it's just kind of wild to me. Completely agree. I love that. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um that's it for recommendations and also where it deserves its place on the list yeah let's do some ratings um it's too soon for me yeah 
this is the second time I've seen so it. So yeah, it's the first time. It is the second time you've seen it, and it's the first time I've seen it. Um, and I'm still going through a lot of emotions right now. Yeah, um, which we'll talk very much more about here in a moment. Yeah. Uh, this is one of the best times actually to get a rating, and we'll watch it again later, and you can go and update it. And it'll be fantastic. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say this one is. An easy 10 on technical for me. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I don't um, think there's anything Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm fluctuating from a 7 to a 10 on enjoyment. Yeah. Let's call it... Let's call it 9. Yeah. I feel like that's a safe place for it. Perfect. Awesome. Yeah, I think I would completely agree that this is... It's like I want. I don't want to give it a ten in technical because I don't know what that means. But I think I agree. <laughs> you know, like yeah. Uh, well, there's anything a, I can point out that isn't technically astounding in this movie. Yeah. It's a little easier to pick it out on something like animation because unless there's anything that sticks out as wrong, Bad animation. Yeah. You know, you can't necessarily be wrong for giving a high score to it. Yeah, but I completely agree. <laughs> so I would agree. I think I'm actually basically the same. Um, ten technical. Either eight and a half or nine for enjoyment. Um, and it's just, it is just so good. Yeah. So anyway, uh, if you like us, then show us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By liking, subscribing, commenting, doing all of the cool things. If you like a specific episode, please go share it around. We'd love that. If you like us, please be guilted into liking us. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't, what are you doing here? <laughs> Why are you here? Go watch only, a different podcast. Only absorb things that give you joy. If we don't give you joy, turn us off. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. This is a spoiler wall. Sorry, I also yeah. should say that. Spoilers past this point. I'm going to not even touch summary on this one. Oh, you're not? Nope. Okay, so Good. I will. Yeah, go for it. <clears throat> Lovely. All right. Um, Miles Morales is a troubled teen. He gets grounded at the beginning of this movie and is grounded for the entirety of this movie, kind of. Anyway, uh, his, his friend... His mom ungrounds him. Yeah, his mom kind of ungrounds him. <laughs> <laughs> I look like I'm joking. I'm not. His uh, friend from a different universe comes to uh, say hi and uh, then also... Uh, this universe is just rife, rife with bad dimensional practices. Uh, they they write the book and what not to do for dimensional security, and uh, so he also is like, yeah, I agree. I want to be the cyber person for dimensional security, and then goes to the cyber conference of Spider Man, and uh, no one likes him, and so he escapes. Oh, is that the whole summary? Yeah. What about the part at the end where he's Prowler? Uh, he's not Prowler. He is, though. A kind of him is Prowler. He's kind <laughs> of Prowler. Okay. Oh, yeah, he escapes into the wrong house. <laughs> We're good. Yeah, I mean, this is... <laughs> if you're past the spoiler wall, you already mostly know what's going on. If not, go watch the movie, because yeah. there's no way that we can summarize this perfectly. So I've said this to a couple people that... Um... And I'm not sure why this is, but like I high key got Godfather vibes from this. And I don't know why. Must, I think it's something about the story structure or like how they handle storytelling from perspectives or something, but it just hmm. it feels 
like they were going for something very grandiose and they did a great job with it. Um, and I don't, again, I can't yeah. peg why. I don't know why. I mean, like, oh, I would, I would agree like that, that it feels very grandiose, but I don't necessarily agree that it feels like the Godfather. And I wonder maybe if that's just no shade here. If that's just the, <laughs> if that's just the fact that I have seen a lot more grandiose you films, um, but I don't know. I this didn't this didn't give me like Godfather feels. I will say it feels significantly darker than yeah, the first one. It's much darker than the um, first one. And oh my gosh, I don't I don't even know what to do. Okay, so I know I said this to you. Like, this was my reaction as soon as the movie ended. And for those of you who have seen the end, you know what I'm talking about. But there is a huge plot twist slash cliffhanger at the very end of this film. And I just don't know that I can wait a year. <laughs> like, a year is really fast turnaround for a sequel. But also, like, I, I can't deal with that yes it almost feels like they're like i want to make a four-hour movie that hasn't been done in a long time to like good good results yeah. so i'm gonna go and release this two and a half hour movie unless it's by christopher nolan christopher nolan doesn't do four-hour movies but he does it's like yeah exactly <laughs> oh is that the avatar does he do avatar no because avatar is also like three hours or something yeah i mean there's a few directors that'll still do basically three-hour three movies um Fateful Eight by Quentin Tarantino was three hours. I want to say... I feel like Avengers Endgame was... I think that was like three and a half, yeah. Yeah. So, like, there are still those movies that are being done. Um, it's just... It, Rare. Yeah. And, you know, you got movies like Dune, which... Honestly, I would have sat through a six-hour Dune. I would have absolutely sat through a six-hour um, Dune. But I know that a lot of people would not, so I understand why they broke it into two films. Plebeians. Yeah. All of them. <laughs> um, yeah, no, totally. But yeah, I do feel like this one was definitely like, hey, like, <laughs> and even with the year turnaround, like, yeah. they're, I, I looked this up before we actually did the podcast. They're in post production right now. Yeah. Like, so it's. So it's a year of post production, which makes sense. It's an yeah, animated movie. Yeah, like, <laughs> absolutely. But that tells me that they were not planning this as a single installment. No. Um, like even a little bit. It wasn't like, oh yeah, <laughs> we're halfway through production on this and we want to really start in on another one. This is okay, we have this film and this is our next one from the pre-planning stage. Exactly. Uh pre-production, yeah. So uh it makes me it makes me very happy but very angry. Exactly. I'm very happy that we're getting more um high quality High quality animation, like, high quality animation. Like, I think there's still been some really great animation out there. It just hasn't been in movies very often yeah. recently. Completely agree. Um, you know, every everybody's tending toward the same sort of um, style, or they're trying to. It's the Oh, what's the old quote about every every painting in Japan either has uh, Mount Fuji in it, or uh, there's three kinds of paintings. One is the kind with Mount Fuji in it. One is the one that's on top of Mount Fuji, or one is one that's intentionally not showing it. 
for a purpose. I don't remember who said that, but it was like, so it, it just feels to me like that's what animation has become. Like it's, it's Pixar, it's Pixar like, mm-hmm. um, or it's explicitly not Pixar like, or yeah. And if it's explicitly not Pixar, like it's trying to do something, uh, trying to separate itself. Yeah. And sometimes it works. And I would say that this is something that I can't say for sure what the motivation was behind it, but the Pixar style of animation would not fit this. No. <laughs> Despite the fact that there's more types of animation in this animation than, oh. than I care to count. Yes. Um, but despite that, I feel like this just feels like something fresh and exciting. And even Into the Spider-Verse felt like this. Absolutely. Um, but again, that came out three, four years ago. Yeah. So I've had some time to just kind of cool yeah, on okay. it. Okay, cool. Um, this I have not. No. Like, this is... <laughs> Hot off the press. Yeah. And honestly, some of the stuff I watched here, I went, this feels like an avant-garde film. Like, not not as um, nonsensical as one, mm-hmm. but, like, some of the stylistic choices, I'm like, you're pulling some, from some experimental shit. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I was... Really pleasantly surprised. We actually haven't, like, yeah. touched on any content or anything yet. Either. I know. Like, this, this is, is just our initial uh... reactions to, like, just the vibe of the movie it's so good <laughs> it's really 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 good if we haven't mentioned that yet please go watch it like it's it's yeah. a very very good movie yeah um and they did so many really really cool things with mm-hmm. it so i'm gonna go into the spider motif was like really 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 well done in this yeah like oh <laughs> yeah anyway despite like just generally obviously it's a spider-man movie mm-hmm. but they did a really really good job with like just emphasizing the kind of universe that it's around and like calling back to the fact that this entire universe exists because of that original collider incident like oh yeah which is just crazy yeah it like it's super super cool uh and so like they did that first um collider incident and you get a spider out of it and also like just a bunch of other stuff came out of it you know like oh it's just yeah uh, and everything is revolving around spider-man if it had been something else that went into that collider incident this would have been a green goblin verse or something you know yeah uh, it's they tied together the story between this one and the last one really well like they didn't do anything to absolutely diminish the plot and the experience of that first one Mm -hmm. i feel like they did a really good job of building on top and expanding it yeah i i wholeheartedly agree um also just as a side note i i I can't add a whole lot to that but yes i agree (laughs) um uh spider punk spider punk completely pointless addition to this movie and i love him he's so good (laughs) (laughs) it's a manifestation of capitalism He's so good. (laughs) And just the fact that they, like, they made him so Brit punk. Yes. As well. Like, (sighs) down to his his mask having, like, the Sid Vicious uh, mohawk spikes. Yes. 
um and like everything that he is surrounded by all the time is like the sex pistols cut and paste art kind of stuff it's just ah yeah it was very 60s brit punk and i thought that was wonderful we needed him i think primarily for sorry 80s 70s 80s i wouldn't know Neither yeah, of us were alive then. But well, yeah, that's and one of us is slightly obsessed. <laughs> I'm not obsessed with Brit punk. <laughs> no, but with history and understanding art, and you do a very good job of it. I track art. <laughs> you were Actively. saying something that wasn't insulting. No, I was. Uh, what was I saying? Ooh, we were oh, talking no. about uh, spider punk being oh necessary because you need the uh, like ability to separate yourself from the other portal creation devices mm-hmm. um and also like he thematically he actually might have some sorry you were no that's actually a really really good point actually i hadn't thought yeah. about that so the idea of being okay with yourself regardless of what anybody else thinks mm-hmm. is kind of central to this movie very much um I would say it's not explicitly stated that way. No, it's um, I, it's it's more be okay belonging where you belong, mm-hmm. um, and don't let people exclude you from exactly. belonging. And that's I'm like yeah that I'm that's that yeah. Um, yeah that's like the at no point does Spider Punk say anything approximating that though no um but his presence there i think being as heavy as it is kind of reinforces to anyone who is familiar with the punk movement sort of the self-affirmation and um for lack of a better phrase uh anti-establishment um aesthetic of it and yes. i don't know i don't know exactly where i'm going with this so but good. there does seem to be co- some connection there so there's a really really large like central theme in both of these movies of like the individual story and like you being the only one that can actually define it regardless of whatever pressure is mm-hmm. being put on you from other like situations like in the first movie you start also with a teacher that's like hey uh here's a essay that you need to write on great expectations uh and beginning of this movie you have the counselor that's like hey i need to get your story as well and um this entire story or at least a lot of it it doesn't revolve around well almost all of it does revolve around miles because miles is the one that is defining how he's going to act through the entire thing regardless of what other people are saying he should do not because like he's necessarily a better spider-man but because he is a very secure person or at least wants to be and that's Mm -hmm. what he's going for he knows what values he has and he goes and defends them yeah Uh, and he does that in both movies like there's the uh like spider-man always does both is one of the uh (laughs) my favorite lines in this one yeah uh even when it's not necessarily true for other spider-man yeah like there isn't that they found a way to do both but um in this and going back to spider punk 
the like very very extreme version of going to find yourself and have your independence in your own story is spider punk yeah um and having him there to go and question the establishment of this spider organization is mm-hmm. really 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 beneficial yeah exactly what you said with more words yeah and well i would say probably a little bit more clearly uh communicated than i did I, again, I'm still processing yeah. this movie while I'm trying to come up exactly. with words to exactly. explain what I'm feeling. A month, so. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> watch this at the beginning of June when it came out. I mean, I'm already feeling like, okay, I need to go watch this again yeah. and dive a little bit deeper into it. Exactly. Because um, it's so good. Yeah, They're it talking is. talking about canon. Like, oh, that's one of the things that technically that they just did excellently in here. Oh, yeah. They did not exposition dump. Except for that one scene where he's showing yes. really cool graphics. Yeah. Uh, that's the one primary expedition exposition dump. But you get so much of the lore and why this is happening and why they're all after Miles from the combat scene dialogue. Yeah. You know? Or, like, uh, just offhandedly. They mentioned canon events, like, five or six times before the actual canon event in um, the Indian world. Oh, yeah. Uh, happens and you don't notice it the first time because you're like I yeah. don't know what they're talking about like this all well and it, but I would say if you are somewhat familiar you can kind of like piece together what you think it means exactly to an approximation and yes. so when that comes along you're like okay yeah I probably I think I know I, what this is exactly like they do such a good job with breadcrumbing coming up crumbing it up to that point like they yeah. do a really really good job of like guide giving the viewer enough information to go and make the jumps ahead of time mm-hmm. if necessary, but also not being heavy handed about the explanations whenever they do. Come oh yeah. Out. Like, Although I will say, I did kind of miss the exposition dumps from the first movie. Yeah. Where it was just constantly like voicing over with these different characters. Yeah. And, like, that was such a great. It was really good. Um, I'd say stylistic choice. But with this one, you don't get that as much. You still get like the comic books like slapping down on the table, and that's still cool. <laughs> but every time I saw one, I'm like, oh yeah, we get it. Oh, uh, no, we don't. No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> I did like that. That is a really good point. Because um, you got one or two. I but... wonder I wonder if it would have ruined the tone of the movie a little bit though. Yeah, it's like Especially the one toward the, the end. You had was from the Indian Spider Man. Oh yeah, that's true. Punk. Yeah. Um and you didn't get one for Jess. Who's the bike lady? Um, oh, yeah. But you got one for the Indian one. That was fantastic. That one was great. <laughs> <laughs> Say TT. I love chai tea. <laughs> bread, bread. That was such a good scene. Oh, by the way, we haven't even touched on the spot. No. Which starts out. Like, his evolution through this movie is wonderful. It's so cool. They start him out as, like... Have you seen Invincible? No. Okay. Have you seen One Punch Man? Yes. Okay. Okay, he starts out like Bike Man from One (laughs) Punch Man. Bike Man! (laughs) But the villain equivalent of that, right? He's just there to be... Basically, also, basically, like... he's there to have his ass handed to him, and then we forget about him. <laughs> exactly. Um, he starts off as that, and he slowly evolves into like almost the 
Um, I've seen this happen with like nanobots and stories a lot. Yes. Where it's like they start out very manageable and then they just are be <laughs> they're just outside of controllable for like three quarters. And then at the end, he's basically like a cosmic horror exact sort of entity. Yes. And I love that they did that. Me too. And I love that they like And it didn't feel forced either. No. It feels like um <clears throat> and I like I can't totally describe it. It's obvious that the spot isn't the like necessarily like main antagonist the movie's going after. Yeah. But he is such a good plot device. Oh, and yeah. not a like heavy handed one or like it, it isn't like he is so good at moving the plot forward. Like there are certain yeah. big bads that you're like, oh, okay, I can see how he's gonna die. Um, or like the motivation for him is a little off. This one has a solid enough motivation to drive the story forward mm-hmm. and also is like really his power ramping is astounding. Yeah. Like and all of the combat scenes with him and seeing him just like from the choreography standpoint grow in his power. Oh yeah. Is so cool. <laughs> oh, uh sorry, we're still in standout scenes, so I'm going to I have to... no idea what we're doing here. Yeah, I don't either, but I love the conversation anyway. I feel like what we're really doing here is just gushing over this movie. Because it's really good. Yeah. We'll go and maybe touch on one or two bad points soon, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. What bad points? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> but the um, the scene with uh, Spider Girl or Spider Woman is she Spider Gwen? Spider Gwen. I like going Spider Gwen. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, with her and her dad when she comes back. So one, what I noticed in the first time that we were in her world is like everything sort of the watercolor mm-hmm. like animation through the whole thing, and that's really cool. In the scene where she's basically having a breakdown with her dad. Sorry, a meltdown. Yes. All of the colors start, start running, running on the walls. Oh. And it's wonderful. It's so good. And I'm not sure how I feel necessarily about the backgrounds completely disappearing and just having their faces as they talk to each other. I don't hate it. Yeah. I don't know if I would have done it. It's just a stylistic thing, you know? They throw so many of those in here. Right, yeah. Like that's it's hard to it's hard to really criticize anything without I would say at least one more watch. And I might need two or three. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It feels like a lot of uh Gwen's like arc and trouble is with her own identity and like how she fits into the mm -hmm. larger uh situation. And so I like the faces for that because it just like focuses on what her conflict is. Yeah, it almost makes me wonder. So the first one is very focused on Miles. Very. This one feels like... It opens with Gwen. Yeah, it opens with Gwen, and it feels very Gwen's point of view Mm -hmm. through the whole thing. Yeah, even if Even if the story is sort of about Miles, it feels like it's from Gwen's point of view. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering if the next one's going to be from Peter B. Parker's. Oh, interesting. Sort of watching... I think the three movies, theoretically, uh, assuming they're not going past three movies, are Miles' story from Miles' point of view, Miles' story from Gwen's point of view, and then Miles' story from Peter's point of view. That would be so interesting. I really hope that's what's going on, yeah. because that would just be such a cool thing to watch. so awesome. Um, 
that said, if they don't do that for the next one, I'm not going to be sad. No. It's still going to be a great movie. <laughs> I am like, I, unless they take a serious no di- nosedive in quality between yeah. this one and the next one. That was my one concern. <laughs> like the, they have some really, really good plot points, but all of them feel like they're at near the climax, except for Miles' story. Mm, I don't know. No? I don't know. Spider-Man 2099 is still a serious threat. The spot is still a serious threat. That's a good his spot and his situation with the Prowler version of himself, serious issue. Like, yeah, not to mention the fact that his dad is still back in the other dimension. And will die in two days. And is supposed to die in two days, yeah. So, like, I don't know. I feel like they have That's a good more point. than enough conflict. That's to... a good point. Cool. My bigger concern with this one is that I think what has been great about the first two movies is that there, there is a ramp, right? Mm-hmm. Even even with Gwen's story starting in a place that will emotionally wreck you within ten minutes. Yep. Good luck. We still get like Miles sort of easing from "Hey, I'm living school life" to "Okay, I am one hundred percent in this." like crazy upside down world yeah. that I was not expecting to be in All the spider 12 hours ago. Yes. Um, you know, he still has his day to day. I'm Spider-Man sort of life before this happens. Yes. And I don't know that they can do that with the third movie. Exactly. They have left it in a place where I think they have to pick it up from that point of yeah. very high emotional tension. That would be my one concern mm-hmm. is I don't know how the next movie will do on pacing. Yeah. I'm excited for that. I am too. Yeah. Also, all of the little Easter eggs were wonderful. So good. Uh, the Spider-Man from Insomniac Games walking through the um, the holding area. Yep. Uh, Predator played by Donald Glover, which <laughs> it feels... <laughs> so funny to me that like i don't know how much you know about his background but like he had a stand-up comedy special in like 2013 or something Mm -hmm. where he's like if anybody wants to make a black spider-man movie i'll be spider-man like i'm totally cool with that you should make me (laughs) spider-man um not to mention the fact that there was like this whole campaign for it he has now been in Two Spider-Man movies that I've seen, and I have not seen all of them. Mm-hmm. Both times, he has been not Spider-Man. <laughs> he has a cameo in Spider-Man Homecoming, where he's gets his hand stuck to the car and uh, can't get can't get out yeah. because he's he's like a petty thief, so he doesn't get turned over to the the cops or anything. Yeah. But Spider-Man's like. Well, you're a criminal, so I'm not really going to let you go. Just, you know, <laughs> just, <hang out. laughs> just hang out. And he's going, well, I got ice cream in the car. Anyway, that, that was so that was his first cameo. And now there's this one where he's just Prowler and he's sitting in this tank. <laughs> <laughs> and I just love it. Yeah. I love that every time that he's in a Spider-Man movie, he's not Spider-Man. Yes. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> I love that as well. Oh, I had so many thoughts. Oh, not to mention the fact that his uh, dorm mate 
roommate. Yeah, whatever. was playing a Spider-Man was movie. Play, no, he was, okay. he was playing. Yeah, he was playing the Insomniac Spider-Man game. Yes, which ah, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> and the so many of the verbal cameos were in here as well. Uh, like the spot at some point that says like the power of the multiverse in the palm of my hand, which is a callback from actually the second Spider-Man, like original remake of the Spider-Man movies with Tobey Maguire. Um, for those remakes? No, no, they're originals. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, revamp. Anyway, yeah, original. Original. Yeah, but... I don't want to say original Spider-Man movie. That's weird. It probably is though. Yeah, it's the it's the original Spider-Man trilogy. Wow. Okay, so from yeah. the original Spider-Man trilogy in the second movie, uh, is what this is the line that Doc Ock. Doc has. Ox, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and which is why they oh, have you seen No Way Home or uh, yeah, No Way Home. Uh, I have not. Okay. I, I saw the first two Tobey Maguire ones. I unfortunately saw both of the uh, Andrew Garfield ones. The first one I watched because I was like, ah, it's a new Spider-Man movie, and I uh-huh. was unimpressed. The second one I watched because I was on an airplane. Oh, nice. um, and then I saw Homecoming, and then I did not watch any of the later ones. Okay. But I've heard that No Way Home is incredible. Yeah. Anyway. But I'd have to watch uh, Far From Home first. Yeah. So. Not like Far From Home. It was all right. Yeah. Um. <laughs> that was sort of toward the um, part of my life when I was like, you know what? Avengers Endgame came out. I can be done with Marvel movies. Exactly. I remember you saying that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that was a line from the <laughs> Sorry. second one. <laughs> and there's a Hello, Peter, in, when he's running past one of the simulations, which is also one of the ones from the original oh, yeah. ones. And there's a bunch of... Which makes sense because Sony owns the rights to all of the yeah. original movies. Yeah. And so they can show whatever clips they want. Um, Sometimes it feels like flexing a little bit. It does. Like, <laughs> Disney. <laughs> cool. Um, so, yeah. I-, I loved all the little cameos as well. They were fantastic. I loved the random Spider-Man that they added. Like the Spider-Cat and the Spider-Dinosaur oh, yeah. and the Spider-Cowboy. <laughs> <sighs> I'll be honest. I really want to see Spider Cowboy now. Like, I want to. I want to read some Spider Cowboy comics where he's just blowing people away with webs. Webs, <laughs> so good. I would love that. Uh, yeah, just generally so. so cool. Yeah. Um, this is a great movie, and I don't feel like I know what else to talk about with it because, yeah. again, hard. watching this one was like drinking from a fire hose. Yeah, it was. Um, it's incredible, but. Yeah, I feel but it very behind. <laughs> gets you. There's a lot of family themes in this one, like just so many. It starts with family, and then Miles has a family, and then um, Peter B. Parker starts a family, and uh, the Spider Consortium is very much not a family. And, oh, yeah. Uh, like, uh, there are so many moments of family in this, which is astounding. Yeah. I will say the the bigger um, blow to me when I was watching the ending was realizing that his dad wasn't there. Yeah, that was that was like my first indication, like seeing the pictures of just him just and, his, and mom, his mom. I was like, she doesn't know who Spider Man is, and, and Dad is missing. Where is he? <laughs> they did such a good job framing those shots up to that point with oh, yeah. outside the window. Wow. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, they just did such a good job with all of the framing and these. There are some incredible, incredible twists in this. Yeah. And I am very excited to watch it again, knowing that they're coming. Yes. I don't like spoilers because I don't like things to 
like I don't like missing out on the emotions on I'm emotion. feeling. Exactly. But watching after you know it's there is another great it's experience. experience. Exactly. But I this one that. I can only get once. Yeah. So. <sighs> it makes me happy that I can see it. Yeah. You've been seeing these for with me for the last year. That's true. And I, I have to say, I also really enjoy watching other people go through those experiences Which because makes sense. it's really enjoyable. I don't, I don't get to do that anymore, right? Time. I've, I've exactly. already seen it. Um, but I do still love a lot of these movies and I love seeing people react to things that they did not expect. If you have reactions of your own that you'd like to send us, we'd love to see them. Yeah. Um, emojis only. Anyone who knows me knows I don't use emojis at all. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I want videos, but that's okay, I guess, Connor. <laughs> Very nice. All right. Well, next week's film, we're back until Oppenheimer comes out. Yes. I know that it, there's a chance we'll a that it's not going to reach this high. We can also just do a bonus. Really hope it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm going to watch Oppenheimer. Yeah. It's Christopher Nolan. I've heard that people walked out of the theater because it was so disturbing like from an intellectual standpoint and i'm like <laughs> that's my jam i man. love that <laughs> <laughs> look forward to that guys how do we end this <laughs>